What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts That Count. Play my music. All right, welcome back to another episode. I appreciate you tuning in. We are all business today, ladies and gentlemen. We are diving headfirst into this new topic right away. Today, we're going to be talking about fear and the way that you can conquer and overcome it because typically fear is one of those things that, well, is potentially incredibly intimidating and serves to be a barrier to stop you from doing the things that you either want to do or need to do. So I guess I'll start by saying that fear is absolutely normal. Fear is one of those things that everybody feels from top to bottom. Everybody feels fear at some point in their life. And unfortunately, it doesn't really go away. You're going to be scared by something at any age that remains consistent as you grow up. Obviously, there are new things that present themselves that are intimidating. And it doesn't mean that you're cowardly if you're scared of something or something strikes fear in you. Life is tough sometimes. I'm sure some of you guys know that pretty well. Life can be very tough sometimes and it's very normal to be fearful. But as with most things in life, it's not about the things that are happening to you. It's the way that you respond to them. Yeah, that's right. Our corny quote is coming in early this episode. And I think I may have used this one before actually, but life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. You guys like that one? That was a good one, huh? But it's true. And actually, you know, you know how much I love this research. I brought some examples of famous people who, you know, spoke on fear and they talked about the way that they dealt with it and the way that they could get through it. So we'll start with Mike Tyson. Now, of course, Mike Tyson, world champion, heavyweight boxer, hall of famer, you know who we're talking about here. Now, Mike Tyson talked about how he had fear before every single match. Every time he was sleeping at night, every time he was in the gym, he was feeling fear because he knew that he was stepping into the ring with some of the most dangerous people in the world. Like these are heavyweight boxers, heavyweights. We're talking about dudes who are at minimum of 200 pounds. And most of the time they're more than that. Definitely people who would scare anybody stepping in the ring. But the important part was that he never doubted himself. Even though he was a bit scared, he said that he gained more and more confidence as he worked through his training. And then also as he got closer to the fight. And by the time he got ready to step in the ring, he was fearless. He knew his training had prepared him for the moment that was coming. He knew that he was at the point of being overprepared and that, and because he was Mike Tyson, he knew that that other person was probably also fearful of him as well. So even for somebody who instilled fear into the hearts of anybody he meets, probably he also felt fear and didn't doubt himself because he knew that he had prepared himself. And that's highly translatable to the life of anybody listening to this is if you are prepared, if you know that you've put the time into being the best at whatever you want to do, or that you've put your full effort forward, there's really nobody that can stop you besides yourself. Now, if you were to let that fear affect you, if you were to let that fear stop you from even trying in the first place, you immediately sell yourself short. You immediately negate any opportunity that you would have had by taking yourself out of the game. Now imagine if Mike Tyson had just never stepped in the ring because he was too scared. That's millions and millions of dollars that he would miss out on. Generations and generations of his name living on that he would have never known about. Because he gave himself the opportunity and he didn't let fear stop him from doing what he knew he loved to do and knew that he was best at, his name will literally outlive him. Today must be a special day. We got two corny quotes. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep, you've all heard it. But it's true. It is not just a corny quote. It is very, very true. If you don't allow yourself the opportunity to achieve the things that you want to achieve, you are guaranteed to fail at it. 
But if you get past those fears, then you know for a fact that at least you gave yourself a shot. And that's better than regretting not knowing what could have happened. So let's talk about another example. I saw this Will Smith clip a while ago, and it really opened my eyes to the way that I look at my life. And I definitely encourage you to look this video up after this episode. (laughs) But the synopsis of this video, and he tells it better than I do because it's his story. But the synopsis of the video is that he and his friends were going skydiving. And he was terrified the night before. He was terrified all the way leading up to when he has to jump out of the plane. And then he's staring down. His toes are over the edge. And then he jumps. And immediately he feels bliss. He feels absolute serenity as he's flying. And that's an experience that you can't put into words. I can explain it to you, but you'll never actually know what that feels like unless you're actually falling out of a plane. He questioned, why was I scared the night before? Why was I scared laying in bed? Why was I scared all the way here? Why was I scared going up in the plane? And then the point at maximum fear, when he's actually falling, he feels bliss. Like what good is it to be scared the night before in your bed? The threat is very far away, but he is terrified. And he said this quote that will stick with me the rest of my life. And what he said was, God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. And that really resonated with me because it makes sense. In any facet of life that you want to analyze, you'll find that good things lie beyond the fear. You can compare this to your personal relationships. It takes courage to be able to be vulnerable with somebody. But if you're willing to be vulnerable with somebody and be 100% you, you know that you can experience a unparalleled level of happiness with that person because you know that you're being authentically and 100% yourself and you're also receiving that in return. When it comes to your career path, if you don't take risks, if you don't go for the position that you want, if you don't even go for the career path that you want, you risk being unhappy for a very long time. It takes courage to do things that you want, to stand up in the face of the scrutiny that you may face, to work your butt off and not take the easy route. Those are all things that take courage and can instill fear in somebody who's not as strong-willed. And then Will Smith personified the risk that it takes in life if you're going to try new things that can instill fear in you. But on the other side of that fear, there's profound joy and happiness and bliss. And this is the kind of stuff that really, really excites me because you start walking to that line of what's life really about. Now I'll save that topic for another episode, but I do think that if you can not only overcome your fear, but use it as a motivating factor to do the things that you want to do or do things that you need to do, I think that you can be in for a really incredibly prosperous life. Will Smith and Mike Tyson are some of the best two in their field and they even feel fear and they don't let it cripple them. Even though they feel it, they push forward and they push through it because they know that their preparations will guide them. And they know that their natural ability that they've been gifted will lead them to do what they know that they're capable of doing. And this is also true for you. You listening to this, yes, I'm talking to you. You have profound gifts that you've been gifted. You have something that you're incredibly good at and probably the best at, even if you haven't found it yet. Even if you haven't even started doing the thing yet. Now, unfortunately, I can't believe that for you. You have to believe that. You have to believe in yourself and you have to put the action in to not only find what that is, but to work your butt off to become the best that you can be. And the best way I think I can rationalize this is don't be discouraged by things that you're not good at and don't be discouraged by things that you fail at because failure is not actually a bad thing. Failure is not what they paint it to be in like school where if you fail, you get bad grades and you can't get into a good college and you can't get a good job or whatever. Failure is life's best teacher. 
I'll use a very simplified example. If you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, it would look like an absolute idiot. But of course you put it in water and you let it swim and it's the best thing at swimming. And I think the same is true here. If you judge, for example, Mike Tyson on his ability to write scholarly articles, he's probably going to feel like an idiot, but you put him in a ring and he's a hall of famer. So I encourage you to find your why, find what you're really, really good at and absolutely bust your butt going for it. But let's talk about some more examples, maybe some that affect more of a wide variety of people. Let's talk about public speaking. Yeah, big fear for a lot of people. Now, I would say this tip is very widely usable and rationalizing your fears, I think, can help you to defeat a lot of things. And I'm going to use it to defeat this example here of public speaking. So I too used to be fearful of public speaking. Like it used to kind of make me nervous. And to be honest, it still kind of gets my heart going a little bit. But back in high school, when I was graduating, I spoke at a baccalaureate event. Now, if you don't know what that means, it's basically just a graduation ceremony that has a little bit of a religious tie to it. So for this one, I was speaking in front of a couple hundred people and their parents. So it was quite a big crowd and it was definitely very intimidating. And I had wrote this speech and very similar to the skydiving example, I had fear all the way up until I was actually standing on the podium. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that I can get hundreds of people to actually listen to things I'm talking about. And I had rehearsed it enough that I was comfortable speaking it and I knew that I was going to nail it. But my fears leading up were all kind of the same, similar ones. I didn't want to look like an idiot. I didn't want to stutter. I didn't want to miss lines. And I definitely didn't want to make a fool of myself. But if I were to actually rationalize how likely those things were with the amount that I prepared, I would find that it's not really realistic to believe that I would just make a complete fool of myself. I understand the kind of shame or embarrassment that I would have felt if that would have actually happened. But there were a couple times that I stuttered and I think I actually missed a whole part of a line and nobody even noticed. Everybody afterwards was like, oh my gosh, that was so good. It was so awesome to hear you speak. And no one had even noticed that I stuttered on a word and missed part of a line. And that was a huge learning moment for me because I realized that I was capable of doing that. I was capable of speaking. I was capable of overcoming those fears and even making a mistake, not many people even notice because they want to celebrate you. They want to be in your team. People love to see other people succeed, even though the hate and the negativity is the kind of stuff that's brought up in the media. And I think this is another aspect of, you know, people kind of making mountains out of molehills, where if you actually rationalize your fear and rationalize what the actual worst case scenarios are, and then realize that they're pretty unlikely, then it makes no sense to have those fears stop you from doing what you want to do. Now, I do realize that in some instances, the worst case scenario will happen, but also in the same breath, sometimes the best case scenario will happen. So, so why is it the negative that prevails? That's a great question. And I think it ties back to our programming. People are taught that shame and embarrassment are some of the worst things you can feel, and it causes people to avoid it like the plague. But even in the form of public speaking, the worst case scenario that's the most realistic is that you embarrass yourself which again, if you prepare is not really all that realistic in the first place. Like you're not going to straight up die up there. You're not actually going to just keel over and kick the bucket. And the subsequent lesson actually is if you continue to stand up in the face of fear and have these kind of accomplishing moments where you defeat your fears and you do what you want to do and you have a great result from that, you'll find that it's easier and easier and easier to defeat fear the next time. It's just like a muscle that you're building up. Just like when it comes to training or studying or developing any sort of skill, repetition is king. Repetition is what's going to allow you to become better at something. 
And this is no different. And honestly, by learning this simple mindset shift, you immediately become better than 99% of the people out there at doing whatever you want it to do because so many people struggle with this fear. Now, in the last episode, we talked about perspective, shameless blog. But as I was researching for this episode, I found even more evidence to support that. So I found this Harvard study that talked about if you're able to shift your mindset or rewire your brain to feel anxiety as excitement, it will actually work better than if you try to shift from anxious to calm. And I think this repetition will do that. It'll build your courage. And instead of feeling anxiety when you meet something challenging or intimidating, you'll feel excitement as you know that you can conquer that. You know that you can push through whatever it is that's standing in your way. And this is because both anxiety and excitement are both high activation states, whereas calm, of course, is a low activation state. Now, I won't bore you with all the intricate science-y details, but of course, shout out to all my bio majors and bio degree holders. But if you try to convert your anxious state to a calm state, you may actually find that you have more anxiety because you feel like you're not as in control because you still feel the anxiety. So then you essentially are getting anxious about your own anxiety. And that's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's a downward spiral. So the repetitious, intentional training, you can be excited by things that usually make you anxious because you know how strong you are. You know you're capable and you know you can do it. And learning this skill will take you unimaginable places because you realize that people love to hear stories about people who venture into places that not everybody is willing to go, places most people are scared to go. And they love to hear about people venturing into those territories and hearing the stories that they have when they come back. Skydiving is a perfect example of this because as much as somebody can tell me about the experience of skydiving, oh, it's great, it feels like you're flying. Unless I actually conquer the fear to do it, I will never actually know what that's like. I will never have the intricate details of what that experience is really like. I won't feel the wind rushing past me. I won't feel what it's like to feel weightless. I won't know what it's like to parachute even. And unfortunately, there's no other experience like that. There's nothing else that will actually capture all the experiences that are encapsulated in skydiving because there's nothing else like it. Those emotions and those experiences are reserved for the people who are willing to step out of their comfort zone and do it. And like I said, this is true across the board. This is true with whatever you want to do. If you allow fear to stop you from doing what you want to do, allow you to live the life that you deserve to live, allow you to try the things that you want to try, then unfortunately, you will miss out on a lot of experiences. And I think that you will also be filled with regret because you never gave yourself the opportunity to experience those things. And I know that there's plenty of lovely experience that are hidden in the details, hidden in the intricate spots of life, beyond your imagining and beyond things that you would even think to imagine. So on that note, let's get into the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is fear is a natural emotion that you need to learn to dance with and it's never going to go away. So if you can learn to control it and even use it as a motivating factor, you can really be a dangerous threat in any field that you seek to explore. So I challenge you, face one of your fears this week. Don't wait. There are opportunities presented to you every single week. Don't wait. Don't hesitate because you don't know how long that possibility will be there. You don't know how long that opportunity will continue to present itself. So don't wait. Face one of your fears and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear your stories. Speaking of stories, I would love it if you posted this episode on your story so somebody else can also face their fears this week and we can all grow together. 
the response has been amazing. This podcast brings me so much happiness and I love that I can share these ideas with you guys. And the response has honestly been so humbling and heartwarming. By the time this episode drops, I will have posted an Instagram post about some of the responses that I've got that have truly meant the world to me. And there's obviously more, but I'm not going to post a 20 slide Instagram post, but I would honestly love to show you guys the kind of influence that this community is having on people. And it's incredible the difference that it's actually making in people's lives. But anyway, that's going to be the end of this episode. I want to thank you for listening to this episode all the way through. Please share this episode so somebody else can hear it and improve their life as well. You absolutely know what we're building here, a community. So continue to help this grow into something truly great. I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been Will with Thoughts That Count. I'll see you next time.